Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Voice of My Beloved podcast. I'm here today with my brother, Mac Tanner. I think many of you know him. So in the Waller family, I'm the oldest, and Mac is the youngest of the 11 of us. And so real, uh, really great to have you in the studio, Mac. Yeah, it's good to be here. And uh, just he's about to head back to Israel. And I thought, man, got to seize the opportunity. And yep, I'm literally driving out in like 15 minutes or something. So uh, Mac just has a, a great testimony of things that God has done in his life over the past couple of years. And yeah, just wanted mm-hmm. him to just to share what's on his heart. And yeah, what, do you, what, would you, what would you say to a young person out there listening, Mac? Just uh, uh, encouragement and just, yeah, your testimony. What, what has God done in your life? Yeah, so I guess for me, um, so I'm 19. Um, there's, there's 18 years difference in between me and Braden. Braden's the oldest and I'm the youngest. Um, so just about over a year ago, uh, I guess I'd always, you know, we grew up, grew up in a real godly family, a real, you know, uh, a real emphasis on God's word on, on seeking God and doing all that. And so I'd grown up, you know, reading the Bible, praying and doing all the, the right things and having, you know, a, a knowledge that God was real. I knew that there was no doubt in my mind of, you know, that, that God was real and that, um, and I'd seen, you know, I'd seen too much to, to not believe. Um, so it would have taken a lot of faith not to believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so I, but I just kind of done all the right things just because I knew that they were the right things to do. Um, and you know, I, I was real big into studying and, you know, I, I, I studied a lot and I wanted, I really wanted to, to figure God out. I wanted to have a deeper relationship with God, but I was just, pursuing that, uh, on a, on a real head knowledge level. Um, and so about a year and a little bit over a year ago, uh, I had a, a, a really crazy encounter and I don't know if we want to go into it right now. Um, bring it on, some, bring it on. Right, <laughs> with, uh, a, a demonic kind of, uh, encounter. Um, some of the people around in Israel were watching a teaching by Derek Prince and, uh, were having some deliverance. And so I was kind of a little bit skeptical of the whole uh, demonic realm. And if, it did, if it's something that didn't make sense, then you're like, yeah, oh, you, you had to have, be able to kind of wrap your brain around it, right? Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know about all this stuff. So me and another brother, Britt, um, were having a, a time when he's my accountability partner. So we were having just a time of talking and stuff. And uh, just like, I don't know. I don't know about this whole, this whole demonic thing, this whole... I don't know what, what is that even like? Is it just, cause I, you know, I believe the demons are real. You see it in the Bible, but, but what is that today? Like, do we actually have people walking around with demons in them today? Or was that just a thing that was around when Yeshua was around? And so, uh, we just started praying like, God, you know, if, uh, if there's anything to this, God, please show us. Um, we want to, you know, we want to know what's the truth. You know, we don't want to, um, we don't want to miss out on anything that that's of you. Um, and then we're just like, God, if there's anything, any unclean spirit in us, anything in us, God, you know, we don't want any part of the devil. We don't want any part of that. And so we started praying and all of a sudden I felt like really, really strange, really weird. And I was like, Britt, I feel, I feel really weird right now. And so he was just like, okay, let's you know, pr- start praying for me that whatever it was that would go away. And so I just felt like this nodding in my stomach and then something just slowly coming up from my stomach up like my chest. And then like, finally like came out of my head. Um, but during that, I like couldn't say a word, couldn't do anything. It was just like, what is going on? <laughs> and so, uh, after that, I, 
I wasn't quite sure what to think about it. I didn't know what had happened. I was kind of like, this is... You couldn't make sense of it. No, no, I couldn't make <laughs> sense of it. And I was a little bit, you know, like, ah, what in the world? Um, and so, but then uh, pretty soon after that, we came back for family week last year. And uh, during that, I think it was after a time of worship and sharing by Braden and Britt that one morning, um, I just felt like this uh, deep, knowledge because I, I guess I felt too just like before that I was a good person I was you know I was doing all the right things I was you know I was just a nice good good person and uh and so I just had this just all of a sudden realization that you know my righteousness is filthy rags before God there's nothing mm. uh, there's nothing in me that's worthy of of God and I felt like that was kind of the place before as I felt I almost felt worthy of God's um gift to me you know and and worthy of his salvation but then there's just like this just hit me like no i'm not you know and, and that realization of just total dependence on god and then uh and then i think it i just yeah fell on my knees and was like god you know and just like i, I want to surrender all i want to i want to give it all and so uh, then i went and over and prayed with Britt for a while and then yeah we had a really powerful time of prayer with all the young guys and yeah, you sparked a revival yeah. <laughs> a lot of young men were feeling the same thing you were feeling, I think. Yeah. And so, yeah, we had a really powerful, powerful time of prayer and um, just all of us on our faces, you know, crying out to, to be used by God and to feel more of his Holy Spirit. So, yeah. And then we had a great time of baptisms and stuff after that, that same week. Yeah. Um, yeah just a real powerful move of God. Um, and so then I guess since then, I, yeah, I just, and we just want to jump into that too, Matt, because I, I think some people maybe listening out there, they maybe don't have a, a grid for revival. And I think sometimes the word revival gets misused because people are like, okay, we're going to schedule a revival and, and yeah. which, you know, God bless those people. And, but sometimes God just does something outside of what we expect. Yeah. And I think for me, the real key with revival is what is the long term fruit of it? Yeah. And if it leads to people actually living for God actually surrendering their full lives, you know, you come back a year or two later and there's yeah. still fruit, then to me, that's a, that's a pretty good test of, yeah. of whether it's a true revival or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, for me, the, the, me and a lot of those guys from that are still, you know, we were friends before and stuff, but, but still just like, a renewed uh, zeal, yeah. a renewed passion. Yeah. And you're just, and you're, you're seeking to carry that on. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess and so after that too, it's like I guess before it was kind of like I always felt like it was a duty to to read, a duty to pray, a duty to do all these um, spiritual righteous things. Um, but after that, it was just kind of like I remember like right after Passover there, uh, I just read for hours and pray for hours, and You're it was just, just like yeah, it's just like <laughs> it wasn't that I had to. It wasn't a feeling of like this like I had to. It was just I wanted to, mm. and yeah, um, that's a that's a real work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was amazing time. So going back to the whole deliverance thing, what would you say was the biggest difference you felt after that, or did you feel a big difference? I, I it was kind of strange. So right after, I I didn't I didn't know, I I, I didn't know what I was you know like I, I felt I felt different. I felt like okay, something like changed. something has happened to me, and I don't know what it is, um, but I, I didn't know, and I I feel like. I don't, I don't, I still don't know like what exactly what it was, but I feel like it was almost like a preparation for like the, the Holy spirit falling and stuff. Right. Getting, Having, getting the vessel yeah, ready for, yeah. for God's purpose. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. 
So you were going on your the, the kind of after that. Yeah, and so yeah, there was another another guy that was over in Israel with me that was that was here for that, and we just we would stay up till the wee hours of the of the morning just reading. <laughs> we went on a thing where we read through a book of the Bible every day, starting and <laughs> starting in Genesis and just boom, reading through whole book every night. Um, so you know, most young men or a lot of young men in our generation today, they're addicted to video games, like spending hours and they just can't wait to get back. But you, you had a, basically a different addiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just can't keep out of the word of God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I think the thing too is uh, for me, I felt like, wow, this is going to last forever. You know, I'm going to be able to, you know, just have this hunger and zeal for God. Um, just keep going on forever. And I, and I, but that's, it's not the way it, it, it works. Um, not the way it worked for me anyways. Um, there was a point where it was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting a little, not necessarily burnt out, but just like worn out from just this, like, you know, right. This, this crazy, you know, um, like in God's word all the time. And so then it was kind of like, how do I make this real long term and still because i know for my family and stuff it was like you need to still have family time and still you, know. <laughs> you have to run the marathon yeah yeah exactly and so i guess from since then it's kind of been this this thing of trying to figure out okay how do i how do i balance my yeah, family time and, and other really important things as well it's not just a you know one one thing yeah so curious as you you be uh, classified as gen z right yeah and uh as you relate to other gen zers do you think do you pick up there that there there is a real hunger to like what is the purpose of life and like what am i here for and when you meet that question in god there's something really radical that happens yeah it does seem like it seems like that that there's people i mean i think we can see it in the culture today that there's people that are hungry to know uh, some they're hungry to find some meaning some purpose the american dream is not satisfying no anymore. yeah yeah i think we've kind of almost reached the epitome of what that can get us and it's empty it's not it doesn't it doesn't give us any true purpose you know gen z is seeing that in a kind of yeah way. like we we live in a life where we get we have everything we could want you know we live with all this stuff you know we can get instantaneous gratification and what does it give us? It doesn't, you know, it's not, turns out that's not what people really want. <laughs> right. Right. On a, yeah. On a deep level. So I've noticed uh, So we just went through another family week, a really yeah. powerful week. And Mac Tanner was also a, a big part of that. Um, I noticed you were challenging young people to carry on Bibles with them. And so what's your, what's your, what's your spill on that? <laughs> yeah. So a few months ago, I, uh, well, so yeah, I guess after the whole Passover thing last year, I got a, a new Testament and Proverbs and Psalms. And I started carrying that around with me everywhere. And that was good. But I was like, I really want to have a whole Bible that I can just carry around with me um, wherever I go. Um, and so I know a lot of people do that. They, they claim to have that on their smartphones. And you know, I, I carry a Bible around with me on my smartphone. Uh, for me, I don't, I don't have a smartphone. I have a dumb phone. Uh, but that's a whole nother. That's, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother deal. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I was like, I searched around trying to find the smallest smallest full Bible I could find. So I found this one and I also really liked the translation as well. Um, and the so ESV, ESV. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like the ESV yeah, for, like for a couple yes. different reasons, but that's another yeah, whole it's topic. Great. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to order like 10 of these 
and then I'll carry one around. But then if anybody else wants one, I'm going to, I'll pass them out. So I got them. And then I was like, Hey, you know what, if I'm going to give these away, you know, I, just giving away free stuff, you know, isn't a lot of times people don't, they just take it for granted and they don't right. end up really using it. So I was like, I'm going to have to make some sort of like, uh, you know, agreement that if you take this and you're going to have to do whatever. So, so now the, the thing is that I've come to is if I, I've been passing them out on the condition that if you take it, then you have to carry it around with you wherever you go. So, nice. so far I've gotten rid of, or not gotten rid of, I've passed <laughs> out, I've passed out about 20 of them so far, but wow, that's some awesome. More, some more on the way. So that's great. I mean, I, lo I love that, you know, the, uh, scripture is full of people, uh, that are challenging the status quo. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate that about Mac Tanner here, challenging the status quo. We've spent so much time on our phones in our culture, but just to have that, even if it was like your challenge was, okay, you have the option now. If you got a Bible in your pot, one pocket, phone in yeah. the other, then they're like, okay, well, I've got to make a choice now. Yeah. Am I going to go for the Bible or the phone? And so, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, and that's another big deal is because all the time you see if anybody doesn't have anything to do, they automatically just pull out their phone, it, no right. matter where they're at. Out of boredom. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just like a, something to make it less awkward. You're at, you know, you're at some event or something and it's just like a dull moment. Everybody pulls out their phone and does whatever, right. whatever it may be just to waste time. Right. And so it's like, let's not waste time here. Right. You know, let's, you know, if we can pull out our Bibles plus, you know, you pull out a Bible and everybody looks at you like, Whoa, you know, <laughs> what's this guy got? <laughs> so it's also, I think kind of a conversational com conversation starter. People can ask you like, Whoa, you carry around a Bible with you all the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so Mac, you're, you're just about to head back over to Israel. And I think a lot of our listeners know that there's a lot of upheaval going on and we've had some conversations, uh, yeah. just, you know, the, the city, the Hawara, the town that y'all are traveling through has had some terrorism. Uh, what's the, what, what's your whole feeling on that? I mean, is that, is that something that you're like, you know, God's with me. And so I'm not, I'm not going to be controlled by this to tell, share with our listeners a little bit about the emotional dynamic there. Yeah, I, I guess for me, I've always felt like, I don't know, I, I guess I, I've never really thought, I've always thought of like, you know, people in Iran, people in wherever else, they're the ones that are really on the front lines of stuff happening. And I was kind of like, well, I guess there's been about, you know, like, I don't know, there's quite a few people that have been murdered in the town that I drive through every day recently. Um, so, you, and, you, so you live in a hostile area. Yeah, so then it's, yeah, yeah, I guess it's kind of just, dawned on me the other day like whoa you know actually i actually kind of live in a hostile area um yeah i guess i don't know i think it's different for everybody there that that are living there all the families and stuff um for me i don't uh, it hasn't ever really crossed my mind i don't think the fear like, of dying like, has not been a problem for you no not really no yeah and i don't i don't say that you know in like a an arrogant way or anything but um it's just honest like yeah just, I, god has not given you a spirit of fear yeah you, yeah uh, if you die you die <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it's just kind of like i think the safest place to be is in the center of god's will so right. if like I, I feel confident that god has me there so there's not a yeah right that, that's awesome no I, fear in that yeah i think you know just in life you'll notice so many people held back because of fear yeah. You know, and I think that's such a crippling, it can be such a crippling thing. And so I love, I love seeing people you know, either push past that or just be free of it. You know, yeah. I'm not going to live my life afraid of what might happen. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And I know for a lot of the other people there, it's, it's a, 
it's definitely a struggle and something that's in there in you know it's in your mind you know you, you think of for i mean i can't necessarily relate too much but i'm also a young guy that doesn't have you know family responsibilities and children that i'm right. also mm-hmm. um, thinking about um and i know for a lot of the guys it's a it's on a whole nother level when you have your wife and your children and everything right. that you've got to you know just think about and be willing to to put your whole family on the line right so just share with our listeners a little bit about what you do over in Israel. You're on the grounds a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, my, my official job title is field foreman. So okay. I help um, lead volunteer groups and that sort of thing. Uh, Planting trees, ma- mainly, plant vines. Yeah. So in agriculture. Yeah. So we all, we, what we do is um, agricultural volunteering. So helping farmers all throughout Judea and Samaria, the biblical heartland of Israel, where like 80, more than 80% of the Bible happened. Um, and throw yeah. a rock and a Bible story happened there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's crazy to, to be working in somewhere. Well, for one, you're fulfilling biblical prophecy all the time, every day. And for two, yeah. Biblical stories happen everywhere. You know, right. doesn't matter everywhere you go, something happened there. Right. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Uh, y'all, y'all out there, keep, keep Mac and the family in prayer as they go back mm-hmm. over there. You're going to be over there for a while. Yeah. For, yes. for months, uh, yeah. probably several I, months before you come back yeah. here to America. So yeah, I just, uh, I had to have Mac in the studio here before he took off and, uh, I pray you're blessed and, uh, be, be in prayer for the family, uh, over there in Israel. They, they need prayer. The nation of Israel needs prayer. And so, um, yeah, just a, as a little plug here at the end, we will actually be one of the hubs for the 21 day fast coming up here in May. It'll be May 7th through May 28th. And if you want to find out more information on that, it's Isaiah 61 fast or Isaiah 62, Isaiah 62, 62 fast. Yeah. And, uh, if you look up that online, there's more info, but we're going to be one of those hubs, uh, here, right here where we're at here in Patterson. And so, um, this, it's a time to be in prayer for Israel. God is setting watchmen on the walls of Jerusalem who will never hold their peace. Uh, day or night, praying that God will bless Jerusalem, make it a praise in all the earth. And so, yeah. And as you're praying for Israel, pray for, pray for Mac. Yeah. Pray for the family over there. So uh, yeah. your prayers are greatly appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any final words, Mac, before we sign off? Yeah. I just want the thing to encourage young guys. Um, I know this world, it's, it's, it's not an easy place to, to fight. It's not a, um, yeah, the, the world, then the devil is out out for young men in particular i feel and um but the the fight is is well worth it it's well worth um, taking on the whole armor of god and uh pushing in and saying no no to the world no to all the distractions whatever that may be for for you whether it's video games movies anything that's a distraction from from god's will um it's worth letting go of and taking on the whole, the whole armor of God and everything that God has for you. So whatever that may be, it may be, you know, I'm following his call to, to go to wherever, to some country in, I don't know, in in Asia or whatever it may be. Um, but, but just jumping off the cliff and doing whatever God's called you to do. I think that there, there needs to be more young men that are, um, following, following their calling from God. That's great. Yeah. So just for you, Mac, I mean, when you, when you think about your life, uh, and not that you've ever really been like off the tracks, but like, but, but in, over this past year plus, just the joy that you've had in, in life, it's like plugging into that. There's like, there's nothing really that compares. Yeah. 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 It's true. It's, it's, yeah. 
yeah yeah it's like it's just you go from i don't know i felt fairly like content i guess before but like in this place and i think that's where a lot of people are it's like oh you know i'm i'm fine where i'm at you know i'm fine with what i'm doing but once you you know once you go to that other step it's like what in the world was i doing before you know <laughs> like that could even compare yeah yeah I, I remember one guy saying like it's the difference between uh 98% and 100% and like yeah. you you could be but it's still that if there's still that 2% that you're still holding back then you're there's still not wholehearted yeah and so but yeah when you find that place it's like my whole heart is yours, oh God. Yeah. And it's like, there's a, there's a real difference there. Yeah. I mean, it's still a, it's still an everyday deal for me to, you know, um, walk out, you know, yeah. It, it, keeping that a hundred percent. It's not like it's all, you know, yeah. Yeah. We're not sitting we're, here saying, Oh, we've got that. We've got, yeah. we've got the hundred percent thing down. We're <laughs> yeah. not, we're not claiming that at all. But, but I think they're in a, in each individual person's heart. There's sometimes just that little thing like, Oh, yeah. I can't give that up. You know, I, I don't want to, but when you do give that, when you surrender, right. then there's such a joy. Yeah, and there. freedom. And a, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Mac, I really appreciate you being on. And uh, God bless you all out there. This is the voice of my beloved podcast, where we believe that hearing the voice of the bridegroom king and following him leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. <laughs>